We are live. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another uh, Q&A. This time around, we're going to be talking about high strength steel. Thanks for joining us. And let me turn down this. That's some weird stuff. Sorry, guys. All right, we are live. <clears throat> All right. For some reason, I'm not getting updates on this thing. This time I'll... All right, here we go. Now we're good. All right, Ryan, Dave, can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. A little bit of a rocky start. Uh, Dave, you there? Yes, I am. All right, perfect. So we always do the uh, our little tool uh, reviews and not really reviews, but our little tool selection. Uh, Ryan, do you want to go first? Dave, you want to go first? Yeah, get get go, Dave. I'm trying to fill. Well, after your great marketing advice from last week and the previous weeks, um, I went ahead and I put in another order for my notepads. Ah, <laughs> I love these things. Um, ever since I saw that you had them or were handing them out or someone had them, and uh, we're handing them out. I thought it was a great idea. I'm going to open one up. Put a notepad. Notepad, logo up top, number, mm -hmm. website. It's always there. Um, it's a good size. They can jot down notes, give it to a customer if they need to, something like that. Um, definitely, definitely love these things. Um, it's nice to see them out, too, when you walk in and they're actually <laughs> writing on them. They're actually using them. Uh, it's actually pretty, pretty cool to see. So uh, notepads, mm -hmm. a nice little giveaway. Um, random, you know, here you go, guys. You can give it to your salesman. You can give it to customers. Mm -hmm. um, great little multi-useful tool, I guess, um, that you guys can use. I think we should do a marketing Q&A. I think so, too. I think we should kill it with that. Maybe make that a little longer show because there's a lot of things that I think we do. Yeah, yeah we longer. Have to have to drink some water because it's going to be a long evening. <laughs> definitely uh is that it uh dave yeah that's all i got i, I mean um i was kind of thinking of something a little trying to come in with something a little bit different and um i actually gave one someone had asked me for one i think last week and so um i went ahead and wanted to bring that because it was like oh man i forgot about these so perfect uh, Ryan, you are you okay, or you want me to go, or what? Oh, I, I, uh, what do you got, Chris? I have this. What do you, got? you there, Ryan? I'm here. You ready for me? I'm getting. Uh, uh, he's breaking up like crazy uh, for me. What do you got? Back. Uh, Dave, is he? Oh man, Ryan just dropped off. All right, so <laughs> so I got something. It's the it's the paddle that you guys see in pretty much every every video. 
I actually got this paddle from Mobile Tech, uh, Mobile Tech uh, Expo. Expo. Yeah. yeah, and it's a PDR finesse. I don't know if they were giving these out for free. I mean, uh, they weren't giving them out for free, but I don't know if it was a limited um, uh, product that they were only giving out for MTE. Uh, but I believe I paid twenty or twenty-five dollars. Um, I wrapped it with just some yarn, really, just to give it uh, give a little bit of my handle. Yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, actually wrap it in. Um, was it bicycle tape? I guess they call it like handlebar tape. Okay. So, and then I added this piece of leather that I have. Uh, I actually have this when I push sometimes. I actually wrap this up with uh, with some tools sometimes. So I just cut a piece of the, leather. Where did you get the leather from? Uh, eBay. So you just oh, look really? for thick leather, 100%, you know, leather. Because I know there's different stuff. like thicknesses, I guess, when it comes to leather. I don't know. This one's pretty thick. So, and I just basically super glued. Um, oh, okay. I just cut it out, super glued it, huh. kind of shaved down the edges of it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So far, it's been lasting. Um, I don't know. I kind of abuse my stuff. So if it lasts a few months, that's that's good. Yeah, definitely. Which form was that? Was that the PDR Finesse one? So, yes, yeah, sir. That's the, that's the PDS Finesse. Did you get one? PDR Finesse? No, I'm still using Kyle's. Oh, that's one the one you got uh, the from Dave Johnson gave me. the Dave Johnson, yeah, and that's probably a better, uh, you know, paddle. But um, I came from the uh, the Craftsman Hammer, so I wanted something with a little bit more width. So I kind of like this paddle, and the leather definitely adds a different effect when you knock down. So if some of you guys are uh, kind of new to it, you try both sides. So. Right, it kind of gives it a dead blow effect to it. So and then my next tool is a mini buffer. Uh, I need I you don't I, have one. I see I see them all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I need to get one. And I never man, this thing is great, one. man. That is a great buffer. Ew. I just started using <laughs> the um snap one one. So the reason I'm using the snap one was because I had so many different batteries. I hate oh. the multiple batteries, though. That's the thing. So it's like if Makita came out with a buffer, and I mm -hmm. think they actually made one, um, then I would be okay, and I would go ahead and probably get it. But no, I don't have one. I need like yeah, one that spins fast like that. Yeah, this one is actually – I keep it on the, the number one setting right now. So – you got a wool pad on there, Chris? What are you buffing? Holy hey, moly. I like to get in and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't use this on black cars or any dark colored cars, but it does cut uh, when you need it. So it needs to be clean. But this bad boy is a... Uh, I buy them for all my techs. Sometimes you get that scratch. I think it's like 119. I think you get a kit for like 212 or something. 212, okay. Yeah, yeah and it comes with the pads. Mm -hmm. I think they're three inch pads. So, but I give them just in case the customer wants to scratch buffed out. You know, you can do it by hand for the most part, but it just doesn't look professional. So, pull out the little mini buffer. Yeah. I also have the Milwaukee uh, cordless um, seven inch buffer too. That's actually a beast. Um, I've seen that in a body shop. So, I, I went ahead and bought it. But this one is uh, stout. How do you deal with having batteries for everything? 
like all the different batteries? Well, I only have Makita and Milwaukee. And so okay. Okay. The, the Milwaukee battery pack is uh kind of works with both. So it works with the M12 and M18. So as long as you got the Milwaukee charger, you pretty much can charge both. At least the chargers that I have can charge both. Yeah. So it's fine with me. Um, so it's just Milwaukee and Makita for me. Uh, and then I have this. I think we put the, I put this on the show at the beginning. I still haven't used it, so I was just hoping maybe someone who's used it on the show or that that is watching can kind of explain this. But the two one is a little better than that one. Okay, um, it's got a it's got a little more of a peak where the very tip is. Ah. that works really well with hail with large large damage. Brings up a lot of metal at one time. Definitely need to try that. Definitely. But I got this from the black box. Uh, And like I said, I haven't used it. Came in this nice little case. Um, So that's it on that one. That's it for me. What about you? I got got one item today and only one. Um, New item on the list. Yes. <laughs> Something Finally. new coming, guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There we go. Got the vlogger. There we go. So we'll see what happens. You know, that's that's the only goodness I've Hopefully had. Hopefully it just doesn't sit in the passenger seat and look pretty. It may do that. It may do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's step your game up. Have you have you uh have you played with it? Have you turned it on, Ryan? Have you oh, recorded oh, yeah. one one video yet? I played around out back earlier today, so, um, you know, it'll it'll get there. It's going to take me some practice, but we'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be setting and just start recording. It's got to be easier than learning how to push dents, so. (laughs) It is. You're just recording yourself. We'll be all right. I got two pros over there behind my back, so we'll be good. I'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, you're good. All right, so today's topic is aluminum high strength or ultra high strength steel. Uh, And what is the difference? Um, So You tell me. So I put together some little difference. Let me see if I can get this to work here. All right, so... Which manufacturers use aluminum and uh, high strength steel the most? Honda. So Honda uses a lot of high strength steel, right? Oh, yeah. And which panels uh, tend to be used or tend to be uh, high strength steel, do you know? Uh, Fenders now, like I believe the new Hondas have um, fenders, the doors. I know the quarters still aren't. But I know almost all of the Honda hoods are aluminum, high strength steel fenders. Some of the doors are high strength steel. So it's a little bit of everything. But it's I think Honda is the, the leading edge. Now I remember when the Ultima had the high strength steel roof. Um, I believe they had the doors a long time ago. I think they were I think I was working on like an 08. Or 2011, I can't really remember, but that's that's when I was exposed to uh, high strength steel. And I remember a 
think it was a Titan, and they had high strength steel fenders. Boy, that 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 taught me a lesson. Um, when was your first time experiencing high strength steel? Like, when did you say, "Whoa, what is going on here"? Honda Fender. It was yep. a Honda Fender. Yep. I just I mean, did Honda I... Accord. <laughs> I think it was a Honda Accord for me, and I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> It just it wasn't the same, like, and that's where, like, I don't know the complete like differences between all of them. I just know that when I'm in there and I'm pushing, it is not the same, and I have to no, do things differently. So I'm using a little sharper tools. I'm using a little bit more, um, trying to move that metal a lot faster. I'm incorporating heat and stuff like that because, I mean, it's for some of these smashes, and that is uh, like a high strength steel or ultra high strength steel panel. I mean, it's it require it does require more work. Yeah, it does. A lot more. So what would you say that repair... I'm sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Ken, Ken, finish what you were saying. You're good. Um, would, uh, Dave, what do you say that repair? How long did it take you uh, additionally to, to repair that damage? I don't, I, don't, I don't remember, but it definitely... I know. I just know when I encounter it even now in the field and something's... Uh, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee door. High-strength mm -hmm. steel. Like, they don't push as easy as a non-high-strength steel door. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, they take longer. They, you know, they can be, it can range anywhere from if it's a five minutes turning into 20, if it's 20, it's turning into an hour. I mean, uh, it just depends on the damage. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan, what about you? What was your first time experiencing that high stress thing? I don't remember the first. I just did a 18 Odyssey last two weeks ago. And man, that thing was difficult you know what i mean i mean it, it, i don't know it, it's the way the metal moves you know you can still see your pushes but it just doesn't seem to move as well as it usually does um it, like it doesn't it have a, a memory tough, it was a tough fender you know i mean it, it hard body line hit and then at the lip it kind of had a swell so you're at that point of not knowing what's high and what's low in your light when you're trying to move your head around, you're trying to figure it out. It, it's, it's difficult. So, but you know, I, I think a lot of the companies are going to the high strength steel. I did see some stuff with ultra high strength steel, mm -hmm. um, but I'll take a high strength steel fender over a 15 or 15 and up F one fifty any day. <laughs> oh man. So, well, I remember when uh, I remember I worked on a Honda Accord, and the uh, it was the front door, and the guy was actually price shopping, and uh, I quoted him just a standard. I, th I think it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. It was a kind of a four inch dent through the body line, standard dent. I mean, I'm thinking Honda Accord. The body lines are kind of low, no bracing. I'm gonna be in and out. And that then took me three hours. I was, I just didn't have the t same tools that I ha have now, like the dent dial and stuff like that. But whoa, I said something is going on. When I get <laughs> done with this repair, I'm going to Google this car. I'm going to figure this bad boy out. And it was basically a 2000, it was basically like a 2004 um, Honda Accord. So mm -hmm. it was definitely, definitely not a, uh, not good at all. <clears throat> so that was my first experience with uh, Honda, you know, high shim steel panel. 
Yeah, I underestimate aluminum sometimes. And I'll go to, I'll estimate a car and make, oh, it's not that bad. And knowing it's aluminum, and then sometimes it's just, it's too far gone. You know, it is, mm -hmm. it's just, um, mm -hmm. sometimes I kind of, I kick myself in the ass for mm -hmm. for those cars, but you know it's at least trying it, getting out there, trying it, and if it, you're gonna know, you know, when you're kind of experienced, you know, within the first five minutes, ten minutes, how it's gonna, how this is gonna go, how it's uh, gonna react, yeah, so, yeah. So, but when it comes to the high strength steel and ultra high strength, you know, I feel like that you can still, you still can move those easier than aluminum, mm -hmm. you know, so. I don't know. Well, uh, so with the aluminum now, you got Audi that's doing the high shift steel, which I think, I mean, yeah, high shift steel. I think uh, they've kind of been the leader at doing the high shift steel back in you know, 2010, 2011. Uh, and they have that new uh, Audi A8, which has been all aluminum for the last, I want to say, eight or nine years, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. Um, Mercedes tends to run, I think, a lot of aluminum now. They don't really do the high strength steel. Same thing with BMW. It's it's either aluminum or steel, which is a very good. That their steel is very good. The paint is very good on those uh, German cars. Um, I'm trying to think of another manufacturer that's kind of you got to watch out for. I know the Honda, the Nissan. You, uh, Dave, you said the the Hondas, right, or the Kias or something, right? What? What were we just talking about? You said the new Hyundai. That one customer that I had. No, I said I'm sure. I because I just I feel like a lot of these newer manufacturers, it's always like a hit or miss. Because I know Honda put, you know, high strength steel on some of the fenders, and then some aren't. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like it's with these new manufacturers coming out with these new cars. It's almost kind of like a hit or miss. Um. Yeah. So I don't. You know, I I put it in a Mobile Tech RX, and and that's pretty much how I distinguish. Uh, you know what it's going to be or if I'm going to have any issues with it. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you guys a little spill on Mobile Tech RX if I can quickly get one up here. Uh, but, uh, so just a rough idea here. This is so this is kind of a bad example, but this is a 2016 Forester and the hood is aluminum. It'll say aluminum right here. Hopefully you guys can see that, but that's pretty much, and then if it says high strength steel, it'll be listed high strength hey, steel. So. H was it H S H S S H S S? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's see here. I'm trying to find one that has it. I know this one doesn't have it. And this is so. This is a 2016 uh, S class, and you can see it's uh, it's pretty much all aluminum other than the roof and the rail. So. Yeah. So just, I and mean, you, I take that into account, especially <laughs> when I'm estimating. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm estimating or even just fixing, like repair time, it's going to be longer. Estimating, it's mm -hmm. going to be higher because it's going to take more work. It's going to be longer. So, um, you know, but then there's there's those challenges where it's like you really want to, you know, fix it and you can't because it's aluminum. It's already no. too far gone, which, you know, kind of sucks. But but these the boxes that are coming like all these new box like the the hot box and stuff like that mm -hmm. that's able to help with aluminum damage they have an aluminum box correct i believe yeah they uh, make I, aluminum aluminum hot box yeah they make a hot box but they don't make that power pdr but what we'll, and box. that will help with shrinking the damage 
the same. I never tried it. I don't. I, I just don't think the, I just don't think aluminum will will do that. But I may be wrong. Um. So, but uh, let's see here. So next question, guys. Since we're talking about aluminum, so is there an added cost to repairing aluminum, high strength steel, or ultra high strength steel? Ryan, of course. do you want to go? Of course, you know at least. <laughs> I think I, it's 25% in Mobile Tech RX for aluminum, I believe. I think it's 50, actually. Is it? Is, yeah. So I'm going to bring you guys to a study, and I'm going to leave it in the description real, uh, real quick after the show. But it's a study from the Automotive Service Association. And I don't want you guys to read my notes, but this is a study of <laughs> aluminum study back in 2016. And it basically says, and if you guys want this article, I actually got this article through Paul Corden. Uh, um, he's been a uh, he's been a part of the um, the PDR community talking about pricing. So, uh, but it basically says that aluminum is seventy to hundred and fifty percent more pressure that needs to be applied. Uh, versus steel uh, and it does a great study it actually shows you uh it was actually a um controlled environment and they actually uh took several manufacturers this was at the audi training center and dave can you go ahead and link that uh or uh link the um the article in the um chat and then i'll put it in the description too but so they did two tests. They did a test at a 45-pound pressure and 75-pound pressure on different manufacturers. So some of the manufacturers that they did was Volvo Aluminum, Nissan Aluminum, Mustang Aluminum, Ford Aluminum, basically, and then Buick, Nissan Sentra, uh, Ford Fusion, Honda Hoods. And it's crazy because from the Nissan Sentra to the Nissan Altima is completely different. Uh, he did, they did the Corolla, the Corolla Hood, the Soul, the Honda Accords, the Corollas, and the Camrys. Looks like they did two different Corollas. So this is a very, very good article for anybody that's interested in it. Um, if you guys have a problem with upcharging, this is our next question about what we're gonna what we charge for this. But it basically also tell uh, talks about the uh, the fact that all aluminum uh, metal is not the same. So. Uh, if I remember correctly, so the, the, the people that were there, there was Farmers Insurance, uh, some Audi uh, um, people. Looks like they were uh, the Coll Collision Center, um, Collision Week. Uh, Paul Corden was there and a few guys from the uh, was it National Alliance of Paintless Dent Repair Technicians. So if you guys are doing hail and you guys have a problem with aluminum getting the upcharge, you may want to get this uh, report, and thanks uh, for Paul Corden for letting me know about this report. It's actually a 2016 study, so, um, and we linked the report in the uh, chat. So, going back to the added cost, what do you normally charge, Ryan, for aluminum, hydrogen steel, ultra hydrogen steel? What's what's normally your markup, if you're willing usually, to share that? In between 25 and 50 percent, usually. Um, Obviously, depending on the damage, you know, if it's a dime size dent in a aluminum hood, it's a Nissan, it's in the open, I'm not going to crush them for the 50% for retail, 
you know what I mean? For the insurance company, we'll mm -hmm. do what's, what's done. But the ultra high strength steel, I've actually never worked on anything with the ultra high strength steel yet. Um, so I have not run into it. I just did a search for a 2018 Honda Accord and we go back to Honda's cause they are, um, looks like they're favoring the ultra high strength steel and, 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 uh, High strength steel, and they said that fifty nine percent of the new Accord is high strength steel, and twenty two percent of it is um is ultra high strength steel. So that's that's like the rest of the cars. Like what twenty something percent is regular steel, I guess. So that's that's sad. But um, so you probably will be seeing it. I think all the Audis are ultra high strength steel too. I'm about to Google it right now. Oh, uh, um. Dave, what do you do for a markup? Do you do you uh, mark up the price? Ryan. Yeah, same as Ryan. I just take that into consideration when I'm, you know, estimating a vehicle. <clears throat> and how do you justify that markup to the customer? How do you it's interpret? Harder, harder to repair, a little more technical. You know, you always hey. go through the whole thing of aluminum doesn't have memory like steel. You explain mm -hmm. that whole process. You always have a chance of fracturing the the aluminum, so you know that is a, is an edge. I I use a lot of heat with aluminum damage, so it definitely makes a difference. You know, the uh, the myth is that aluminum is softer than steel, and a nice thing about this study is it actually shows you with the same seventy five percent or forty five percent pressure. It actually is uh, stronger, which we all know as as PDR technicians that it's definitely a lot harder to push out. Um, so as far as in with my company, we basically charge twenty five percent markup for high strength steel, aluminum, and ultra high strength steel. So I think we kind of do. You guys charge fifty or twenty five? It depends on the situation. Okay, depends on the den job and all that yeah. stuff. So one thing that we haven't talked about is 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 when you work in aluminum. Well, actually, let's go to the next slide here. I kind of like my slides. <laughs> so here we go. Uh oh. So what is what is the best way to repair ultra high strength steel aluminum and high strength steel? Aluminum for sure with heat sharp tips. Yes, I'm with you on that. Definitely sharp tips. And the high strength steel and the ultra high strength. I mean, I think metal on metal is is the easiest, but that's just me. Yeah, I think. Uh, and heat. I'm with I you. Think heat makes heat makes a big difference with aluminum. Like you know, certainly big aluminum damage. It it definitely makes the repair a little easier. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. What what I'm trying to get out of when I uh, repair aluminum is is leverage. It seems like you need a lot more uh, kind of footing to actually remove that dent. You know, you're putting a lot more pressure trying to get that dent. So uh, it definitely maybe, requires more power, right? More so power. So sometimes it will change, and that's probably why you use a a sharp tip. You know, um, at least one of the reasons for me. But uh, you may change your approach based on the leverage that you're you're given. Mm -hmm. um, totally, at least that's what I noticed. I, you know, for me, now, sometimes you can blue pull. 
have you noticed on high metallic silvers when you're pushing a sharp dent out of aluminum and it comes up and you can almost see that line in the center mm -hmm. to where it's mm -hmm. grabbing the metallics. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing you definitely have to watch out for. You know, if you have a large dent and you're making a lot of pushes, it'll leave like this little line in the center and the metallics will fall in it. Gives it that modeling effect. So you definitely have to watch that and, and you're almost over pushing at that point. Mm -hmm. Sometimes on, on, you'll see it on a lot of aluminum if it's large damage, but a lot of times you can wet sand it out and you won't see it, but with high metallics, it Hello, guys. Yo. Whoa, what happened here? We lost it all. This has been a rocky start on this one. There we go. We're back. All right. We got everything back or what? Looks like we got everything back. Wow. All right. Everybody's saying we're back, so that's great. We are back. What okay. is going on today? It's not switching now. Sorry. Well, let's get it up. Sure. All right, All right we're back. Sorry about that. That's. Hmm. Well, go ahead, Ryan. You were saying? Talking about the fracturing, correct? Correct. So, with the aluminum, a lot of times you'll 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 bring the dent up and it'll leave a little line in the center of a sharp aluminum dent. If it's high, if it's high metallic silver, if it's, you know, just a metallic vehicle, a lot of times it'll move those metallics around and what it'll do, it'll, it'll kind of model the paint. It'll give it these little dark specks, even though it's flat, it'll still give it those dark specks. So you have to watch out for that and bring it up a little slower. It'll happen a lot of time with the sharp tips. So, yeah, um, looks like someone uses the R four. That's a good. That's a good tip to use. I'm getting hacked by someone. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> All right. So, uh, is that it on the on the aluminum repairs? Is there anything else we need to talk about? No, I think we covered it. I'm trying to get it to switch over again. It's just not switching here. Golly, it's crazy. But. Hmm. All right, go ahead, Chris. All right, so let's go over some Q&A since we got through with the aluminum uh, study. And guys, go ahead and check out that article. It is a very good article that Dave linked. Um. I'll put it again. I think that's it. 
So there you go. If you guys have any questions, feel free to add, uh, to ask them right now. Shabazz Jenkins says, if it's high, <laughs> it'll fly. If it's low, it'll show. That's a pretty good way of putting it. Jeez. <sighs> the guy that I was, uh, I was contracting for, he said, uh, same thing. If it's high, it's, it'll fly. If it's low, it won't go. <laughs> but he's right, though. Jonathan Shepard's saying the same thing. Sometimes a pain will wrinkle. That that's kind of the same thing that I was explaining. It'll kind of leave like a little weird mark yeah. in the center. So even if you use heat and it's a bad dent, sometimes it'll do it. So it's really just the way the base coat's laying inside of that mm -hmm. crevice. So that's that that was exactly what I was explaining. Yeah, any other Is questions? Is Dave here? No, I don't think so. Uh, and this has been a... Uh... Yeah, man, it happens every couple, you know, it happened number two, so there's Dave. Dave, are you back or what? All right. Oh, he said he's trying to reconnect here. You guys Dave, have any there. questions? There we go. Jesus. <laughs> Craziness. It's like freezing over here, and I can't click anything. Yeah, I'm over here trying to figure out what's going on. This is <laughs> this is crazy. All right, any other questions, guys? Um, you want to answer? Uh, I've noticed also that I can't take on some of the sharp and. Not necessarily big, but really, you know, big damage when it's on the aluminum just does not react the same, which the outcome is not the same. So I turned down a little bit more aluminum uh, just from the size of the damage. I've got one that I do. just I sent you guys a picture today. It was a 16 F-150 pearl white. He brushed a pole. So it's a mm. rear door kind of rolled against the pole. The lower body line has multiple little creases throughout it and then a big dent at the top. So mm. we're going to see how this one goes. I, you, can kind <laughs> of see, you can kind of see the lower brace. It's poking through a little bit in one spot. So I don't know. I'm going to give it a try. He said, okay, let's do it. Um, you know, we, we priced it right. So we'll, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting one. So I'll, uh, that's I'll the one for the video. Have, I'm going to have to video that one. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Anybody used to do that? There we go. I do not, but uh, I have seen videos of Dave Johnson using it. Um, I think he uses it quite a bit. It looks like a pretty good pull, you know, tool, certainly for fenders. You know, and yeah. quarter smashes if you're trying to get that uh that inner inner wheelhouse back out. You know, it seems like it's got a lot of torque. So, but I do not have it. <laughs> yeah. Josh Josh Slick's asking if anybody's used a center peed yet. I have. Definitely a good uh glue tab. Yeah, and we're um, knocking down on aluminum metal. I yeah. use metal. It's. I mean, it doesn't seem like that the nylon or plastic or Delrin or whatever else does not mm -hmm. knock down as well. 
Yeah. VIP. Well, I, I'm rocking the 1.0s. I like those. I like the, I don't like, I don't really like the 2.0 for some reason. I'm rocking the old, rocking the old school 1.0s. VIP knockdowns in my pocket every day. I've got a bunch of them here. I bought a bunch. Yeah, I need more. So. I want the other, I want the old school ones. Well, in two weeks when it hails here, you, you'll just be able to grab one. Oh, perfect. Thank you. I'll bring your <laughs> mat too. Thanks. <laughs> don't lend this guy Davo any tools. You will never <laughs> get him back. <laughs> no. Don't oh, don't man. do it. Don't do it unless you're giving it to me. Oh my you, gosh! You can get rid of it. <laughs> I'm horrible with it. Horrible. Yeah, I don't so, mean to, uh, and I just I don't mean to. It's just it just happens that way. It's Davo. It's the O way. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So yeah, centipedes are good. Um, what's the next one? Thank you. I want to know who has a TDN card, and if anyone has a TDN card, I know you have one, Chris. I got. Do you one. have the big one, right? No, I got the small one actually. I don't the have the big one, monster one. I don't have a green one. It's a gold one. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. If anyone has a nice setup of a TDN card, I mean, can someone please <laughs> <laughs> can someone please <laughs> let me know if they like it? <laughs> like a I'll good setup, that. not like, like a clean setup, not <laughs> what are you trying to say? Not Chris's setup. <laughs> Mine comes my, I use a TDN. You know what? That card is actually pretty good because I've rolled that thing off my truck. I've that thing has went through hell and it 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 nothing's damaged on it so i gotta give props up to tdn i'd like to see it's some a, other people set up so it's they a can 75 pound card but, <laughs> you know and i got a small one so i can only imagine a big one you're not getting that in here well you got a van so it's yeah. not and you set up an inverter i just saw manny's pdr i was talking to him today he's gonna give me the instructions whole inverter set up in the back Oh, okay, okay. I know uh, when I used to run one, it used to drain my alternator pretty bad. Yeah, I see. I, I'm, like, so, I don't know how it should all be correctly set up, but it's going to be set up. You just need to call correctly. James and let him walk you through the whole process because it seemed like he figured yeah. that out with his. He did explain it once, but then it was super confusing. And so Manny, <laughs> I think, is going to break it down for me nice and easy and tell me what to do. <laughs> so once I do that, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll make a video of it and I'll put it up. Windy City Debt Repair. YouTube. <laughs> Please go and subscribe. So how is the training class coming along? It is. I think we got some good things. We we, we are we're finalizing the date right now. Um, and uh, this will be another free class, right? Right, uh, yep. Ryan. So it'll yep. be another free class that we did. We put on last year. So hopefully, see everybody there. Actually, May nineteenth. Um, May nineteenth. Okay. So it's coming up fast. So we're gonna probably have the website. Hopefully, I'm supposed to jump Mid on the phone with Brandon tonight. Probably Wednesday. <clears throat> Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost ready for you guys to uh, to uh, register. Again, it's free, so you just gotta register. Um, so and come down and just be a dent dork. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's what it is, man. Yeah. We're going to have our tools available. We're going to have some new tools. Uh, uh so we are, we are working with James Lee from a limited. He did, uh, he is sending over some lights. So you guys will be able to use some of his lights. 
you know, firsthand if you don't have them. So it's definitely some some good stuff. Good stuff coming. You guys will be able to check it out. And hey, thanks, Sean. thanks James. Appreciate it, man. Supporting the uh, PDR workshop, I greatly appreciate it. If you guys don't uh, use his uh, use his lights, go over there and check it. Check out his website. Eliminatetools.com. I'm gonna write you. There you go. So would be be so the class will be in Wardorf, Maryland at my shop. So if you Google Dinless Touch, Wardorf, Maryland, it's a only Maryland location we do have. So um it will be at my shop May 19th. So and we can pretty much talk. We'll go over the basics of uh, PDR for some of the people who don't know. Uh, but we also can go over other things. Just kind of, like you said, uh, be a dent dork. Um, Any other questions you guys have? This looks like it's going to be an early show. We'll go. Yeah, you want to talk about? Issues over here. We'll go a I little know. longer since we were late. But we're still having a ton of issues. Yeah, this is crazy but you know push through just like a dent <laughs> yeah and if you guys uh please give us a thumbs up and if you guys check out our um our facebook uh group where we pretty much uh post some behind the scenes of dent repair and i try to explain quick you know one minute videos uh, about what i'm actually doing for this repair i try to give all my secrets out on this forum uh, my thought process when I'm repairing and Dave and Ryan, they try to do the same during this uh, on the uh, group. So some of the repairs, if you follow me on Facebook, you won't see the repairs. I mean, on uh, Instagram, you won't see them. I only post in the uh, Facebook groups. So definitely go ahead and check that out. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up if you can. Uh, any other questions? Definitely really like. Do you have any questions from last week, uh, Dave? Uh, I, tech guy, tech guy, Dave. Yeah. I don't have them currently on hand here. I'm talking about the AG Pro's 44 about uh, metal knockdowns, and I say you know metal knockdown every time on aluminum. Um, and then as far as metal knockdowns go, I like the VIP knockdown, or I do before the VIP. I had the Drew's tools, the twisty. I really like that metal knockdown as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the twister, I think you call it. Yeah, twister, twisty. I wish it was a little bit thicker, but you can probably wrap some tape or something around it. Um, mm -hmm. But those are those are my two go-to metal knockdowns. Yeah, for sure. I would do customer service. Yeah, James does have great customer service. He does. He's dental on aluminum. I mean, I think it's. Just like every other tool, it has its purpose. It's, it serves its purpose when you put the right tip on it. Um, it's leverage. You know, you know it's I, – I work aluminum the same way. I'm just using sharper tip tools, metal on metal, um, and heat. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Um, so we got a few questions. Uh, the Dendow one, it's the same thing for me. I use the Dendow because of the power. So it doesn't matter if it's aluminum or steel um, and leverage. Uh, so 
Jenkins said, I was told by a master technician to never knock down until all the lows are out. What do you think about that? I, I say knock them down to open them. Because sometimes yeah. if you're, if you're pushing, you're, especially with you know someone as I'm watching right now as a beginner, um, he's not going to get all of the lows out because he's closing them up. Mm-hmm. He's closing the lows up by hitting on one side, hitting on the other, not going in, in the right direction. And without knocking down those incorrect pushes. Mm-hmm. You're looking over he, the valleys, under the valleys. Yeah, he mm-hmm. won't be able to actually get all of them out. I'm a yeah, one, bad, one bad push person. So I make one bad push, I knock it down. <laughs> I don't even push multiple. You know what I mean? Because... The one I'm going to make it dirty. I'm going to repair, but yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. I'm definitely, I think I'm with uh, Ryan on that one. You know, a lot of it's the vision, you know, and I, like I said, I'm an old whiz. I was always trying to, if you've got this high spot, you're thinking this side of the high spot is a low spot, mm-hmm. and it's really not. This is super high, and you're pushing here. So knock this back down, and it's not as bad as you think. So you always have to watch mm-hmm. that peak. I call it the peaks and valleys. Yep. Kind of like the sunrise on a hill. You kind of. Exactly. You know. So uh, the best way to sh- shrink a dent that's starting to work. Heat and sharp tools. I think so, too. I've actually used heat. And just taking some ice and just cooling real fast, it will tighten that metal up. It's not some something spectacular, and all of a sudden you got a, a oil can dent that's not oil canning anymore. But if you just if it's slightly oil can, it may tighten it enough. Uh, it may tighten it up enough where it's not going to oil can anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is the power PDR, right? Yep. And that's supposed to shrink uh, steel at least. It's taken you 12 weeks to get the name correct. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Because eventually I'm going to buy one. <laughs> so definitely look into the Power PDR box. Supposedly it does shrink uh, dents. Um, so stretch. I actually had one. Yeah, stretch dents. I actually had one yesterday. I mean, uh, what was it? It's Friday. I think I was calling Dave on and I was just so stressed out. And I, I couldn't get it. I it kept oil can on me. It was in the middle of this Subaru, and the Subaru to me has the worst metal and paint out. And it just was oil can and big, nasty, kind of shallow dent. The the um it wasn't a sharp dent if you see on the on the group, but it was just a wide, deep dent. And so when I got that up, it was just oil canning back and forth. And uh I I couldn't get it. I spent 40 minutes getting it to where it's at. And then another two hours trying to figure out how to get this oil can out. And it just, I tried to spread the dent out. It just was not working. So, unfortunately, that one was a no bill on that one. <clears throat> so, I'm, I'm Mr. Jenkins here. Uh, he says that dude just pushes it all out and then knocks it all down. So, he knows where he's pushing. Mm hmm. If you're, you know, if you have someone who's just putting a tool in their hand or something like that, or doesn't really understand um, how to correctly push a dent and bring all the lows up and actually look for the lows, um, they're not going to be able to just push it all up and then knock it down smooth. There's going to be textures, going to be incorrect pushes. Um, it's not going to match the, the the surface area around it. Um, so yeah, 
I I don't think pushing all of the lows out all at once and then trying to smooth it down is, but that is just me. I mean, that is, you know, not what I would recommend. Yeah. 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 And if he's been it for you know, almost 20 years, I, obviously, you know, he definitely knows what he's doing. If he's trying to explain mm-hmm. to you to push all the lows first and then knock it down, um, I, there may be some, some things to adjust within that um, before pushing it all up per se and then knocking it down right why am i the only one (laughs) it's not switching wow the technical difficulties the other thing uh i can't quite read his name it's in a different language i just started seven days training it's going great once i am done with training how should I practice before I start working for money? Uh, a while. A while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my guys can't. My guys don't touch anything billable for, until four months. So. Yeah. I think that's yeah, appropriate. That's appropriate. That's and uh, most somewhere in there. most companies uh, have between a three to four month training process, right? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I think the way we're going to tailor our training, it's going to make sense for you guys because, you know, two week, one month, I mean, one month you can be pretty good if, uh, depending on, you know, your background and how quick you learn, but you're still not going to, you're still going to be slow and you just, I don't think you, I don't know. What do you think, Dave? One month guy, best guy out one month. What do you think? No, I mean, they, I don't know. There's still no go, huh? It depends. It, de- it depends on the person. I don't know. It's hard. I've, I've been trying to rack my brain around it. It, it depends uh, in the market. Depends on your work. If you're all wholesale, you I think it depends probably... on the person and 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 how they look at the metal and how they look at the damage and the tools that they're using to fix this stuff. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Okay, let me let me let me word that yeah, question. There's, so, to me, ever... there's like so much that goes behind like wanting to fix dents. Like, <laughs> well, we had this talk, but yeah. But, okay, it's just like but have you seen there's... someone? What was the fastest guy you've seen change? When you're like, whoa, you can do it. I know, I know Manny, Manny PDR, one year, right? Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. To me, it was. Yeah, um, when he so shots out the Manny. Was, yeah, yeah, Manny's PDR for sure. Um. You know who was impressive on my end is John, my buddy John Blatney, glue pulling. I mean, he was fixed glue pulling rails like two weeks in. Now is glue like, pulling easier for someone? I think it's easier. I Knocking it's down easier. is a little bit of a science. Because you're getting the dent out with the glue. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. it's a matter of going back the other way. Mm-hmm. And it's rather placement, than placement of the tab. Rather than trying you know to take I mean? this metal rod put it behind this panel and make it look like nothing ever happened by yeah. pushing it. You know what I mean? So I think glue I is I think a glue is a good a good starting tool. You know what I mean? I, I just think... know in seven days that you're not gonna know what is up. No. You know? No. So we've yeah. got some stuff in here. Guy, guy glued a CD to the panel. I've seen it. I've seen that before. I've seen that picture. I've seen the picture. I've seen a sheet of ABS plastic, uh, Q pads, 
mean, oh man, they do what they do what they gotta do when they're on the yep on the road, I guess. There's more than one way. Any other questions? Which is out a lot. Often sit up and then shower. She makes the push easier and don't. But you know what? Congrats on the seven days training. Um, let us know, you know, how uh, how you're doing in the next show or this show. I don't know how many days you're in. But... Uh, so we did have some industry news today. Um, I kind of watched it on Facebook about the Black Box Mafia. Woke up this morning with the email of the cancellation, and there was quite a few people that were upset. All right. So um, it looks like they're – Joe was on a live feed, so if you guys want to hear exactly what he said on Dentex – on, I mean, uh, Dent Technologies page, there's two videos of him kind of explaining what's going on. They really don't have any answers, but they didn't want to keep taking everybody's money. So, you know, that was this morning I was seeing the, the feed of, of pissed off people. So, um, you know, I, I think they're still dealing with the insurance company and all that mess. But. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Takes time. We have a question. So he says, we never mentioned when glue pulling, pulling the paint off. And how often does it happen to us? As long as you're not working on a Subaru. Or, <laughs> or, or, Ford, right? or, or, or a uh, re, you know, repainted panel. It doesn't happen often. To, like, I yeah. can't say it like happens often. But when's when the last time you pulled the paint? Uh, that Honda Odyssey that I had talked about, I think, previously. Oh, yeah. Well, um, we, time before that, that was winter. I don't, I don't know. Like every time I pull paint, but it's I like had a Subaru. I did the whole <laughs> rail. It was probably yeah. wrecked. I mean, it was probably forty-five dents in a roof rail of a, of a blue Subaru. Get to the very last dent. It was at the corner of the back glass and the trunk. Mm. That very corner. Poop. Pull the paint. <clears throat> so you know, the good thing is, me personally, I use a, a waiver for retail mm -hmm. customers just to cover me legally, but on body shops, it's at a body shop. I mean, it's, yeah. there's always a chance. It's always a chance. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember the last time I pulled paint. I probably pulled maybe every eight to nine months. And it's always something where I knew I shouldn't have worked on. It. It's not surprising. Uh, the Subaru one was surprising. I think two years ago, I just did a little small dent in the door and I look back and the whole clear is gone. I didn't understand why. So that uh, that was surprising. But other than that, um, excuse me, not very often. And I don't really use the waiver that much. I uh, There was a Porsche that I did, 911. I'm not painting that whole car. It was a repaint on the car, and that's when I had them use the waiver. Uh, so I don't pull paint that much, I guess. Yeah, um, and uh, maybe once a year. I never glue pulled chip dents. I don't either. No. If there's a chip in it. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm do not it. running that risk. I have before uh, and mostly on Porsches with chip paint for mm -hmm. some reason, like they pull well. Um, mm -hmm. But it's and it's very rare that I do, though. On a, on a repaint car, a lot of times I'll use uh, clear packing tape 
you know, or fresh painted car. Sometimes I've, if they've just painted the panel, I've, I've used clear packing tape that works really well with. But that won't work. That won't ruin the new repaint. Mm -mm. You know, there's always a chance. I tell them anytime, you know, at a shop, if it's a fresh painted panel. Yeah. Um, you know. These are, these are the things I can do and you let me know what you want. Hey, there is a chance yeah. you can pull the paint, and they're like, "Well, if you can't get the dent out of it, I'm repainting it anyway." So I'll put the clear packing tape on there, and pow, you know. Yeah. So, but the clear packing tape works really well. I keep a big yeah. roll in the truck. I use it on flat painted surfaces. I use it on wraps. So you know, or on the like the Challenger that has the flat black stripes on them that, that get the damage in it. Also, I've used it on those. So. You know. So when you pull the paint, who is the bill? On certain, like, I know it's different scenarios, so. Have you ever pulled no. the paint and had to pay for it? No. Yeah, I did. I have. I paid for half. I have. So when it does happen, yeah. you tend to. If, if it's, you know, if it wasn't like that before and you created something that was there, I mean, like, that to me would be the right thing. Yeah, but you also have to look at it two ways. You look at it two ways. They're coming to you because they're irritated by the dent or the damage. Correct. So they're either going to go to you or they're going to go to the body shop. Correct. And that's that's my thought process. I've never had a customer that I've pulled paint on and they were so upset that I've had to pay. You know, obviously. See, so like, I guess I'm just upfront about it, where yeah. it's like, look, I did this. I don't right. want any chance of like, hey, this may happen. Uh, like we may come into a situation where, oh, well, you know, it's going to cost this much. Like I want you to pay for it mm -hmm. because it wasn't like that before. Like, no, it wasn't like that before. Yes, you had a dent. Yes, we tried to fix it, but we pulled the paint in the process. So we ruined it at that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The no, paint's completely gone. So I don't know. That's just, I would feel completely bad and just go ahead and just own up to it. Yeah, that, that's what I do. I pretty much pay for it to a certain degree. If, if I already warn the customer, hey, it's a repaint, yeah. I'm not going to know until I pull on it, then I probably wouldn't pay for it. I'll touch it up for free and stuff I like mean, that. if you're having them sign a waiver to saying that this happens, then, you know, all right, cool. Then at that point, then I wouldn't. Um, yeah, but I have, I've gotten, the, you know, like I said, I do the waivers, but every instance is different. Yeah, I think so. You know, I've had a car that I've wet sand and buffed and there was a scratch little spot through the bumper and I'm, I get the dent out of it. I get the buff, the scratch out of the panel and I go and I'm buffing the bumper and the paint just flies off the bumper. <laughs> and I ended up paying to have the the bumper painted, you know. And that wasn't even part of the repair. I was kind of doing it as a as a favor. But it is what it is. You know, it is. It's the cost of doing business. Yep. Uh, any it's, other questions? Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's easier to make him happy than him tell five of his friends that you tore his stuff up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> will uh cola fria pull the paint 
like yes. uh, glue. Not all, but it has. Yes, I've I've pulled paint on a, a repainted fender. Um, on a wholesale car. Really depends on the damage. Yep. But I use Color Free quite a bit more than I think more than <laughs> you guys don't use it at all, do you? I don't even have it. <laughs> oh man, you're missing the boat. No, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't. There's times where I'm like, damn, I wish I had it. And then there's times where it's like, do I really need it? <laughs> I'll just heat up my glue. <laughs> I heat up my glue. I'm already here. I tell you, I did a old this is one of those was things. Toyota Celera door quarter last week, a convertible. Like, uh, I don't even know what I just feel was. like I'm not getting damage that's like appropriate for it. <laughs> Come to Baltimore. Come to Baltimore. <laughs> I guess. I'm just not getting like where it's like I feel like I could use it every day. All day. Cold glue. I wouldn't say I use it all day long. But, but I've had it. it before. The thing is like I've had it before and I and I did use it. But it's like as soon as it got cold, like it wasn't worth anything. Torch. So I was able to use it for three months and then it was shot. Torch. So now, I mean, now I'm breaking out another tool. <laughs> I don't know. Gonna, this man is pretty efficient. So I don't know. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a video. You're going to edit it. And you're going to be like, okay, I need to go okay. to tab tape. All right. Put your, <laughs> put your camera where your mouth is. <laughs> Give me that footage. I uh, can't justify six hundred dollars. Uh, well, you know, Shabazz, there is there is other options. There's a tab tape. That's what I have. I don't actually use the actual Colafria slide hammer. I would love to have it, but I just the tab tape was efficient for me. Um, so you do have other options. You know, the other thing that I do have is I, I got a container of the Colafria, and I actually use it on gangrene tabs, and it works pretty well. So if it's a smaller, a lot of the tab tapes are pretty big. Um, so if you need something smaller, I, I put it right on a gangrene tab. Just leave it on the tab. Put it on wax paper in a separate container, and it works great. So you do have other options in $600. That's how much it costs for the Colin I don't know Free? What, I don't know what Canadian transfer is. Oh, okay. Free, uh, with, okay. with the slide hammer that you can get, I, I know James Lee sells it at a limit end. I think it's 514 bucks or something Ooh. but it's a it's an awesome slide hammer it's got a swivels it's got different tips on it. it it's a cool it's a cool well-made slide hammer mm. but you know it's a lot of money yeah hmm. i'll use my glue <laughs> Come on. You have my you glue, gun? Seven keep damn glue guns at your house. <laughs> I Might do. Might as well you put them to use. I definitely do. <laughs> I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I'm telling you, I've been using that Stucky glue gun, man. I, that base has just been killing it. I know there's nothing that uh, James Lee can do because it uses the, uh, you know, your battery that you do have. But man, something about that wide battery from uh, Stucky, it's just, I don't know, it doesn't, tip over it's just solid so and it lasts literally all day on so really it's the battery the gun i like i like james lee gun it's just the battery that i have to i have to attach it is it's crazy um those green green tabs are stronger yep 
The green tabs are pretty good. I think they got the. Uh, is there something that pulls harder than the green tabs? I think the root beer pulls harder. I, I really do. Because they break. Yeah, it's worth it. Those things pull hard. Me, that hard as, one. I'll tell you that the square. I don't have that, tabs, so I don't know. Man, yeah. they are beast. They are just beast. I, I think talk about root. this every week. He should. I should just oh, go in there and buy some right now. <laughs> they are great. The square tabs. From Black, Black Plague. Black PDR. Come on, Keith. Yeah. Send me some square tabs. <laughs> Black Plague PDR. With that green glue. Any other questions, guys? Uh, ja, the, 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 I have broken some, some green tabs, so you're going to break tabs. You can kind of see them when they're starting to get a little worn out, when they turn a little lighter around the base where the, the stud is. So mm -hmm. they do break there. I don't think there's anything out there that won't break right now. So. Yep. If anybody tried to smooth the ice. No, no, you have it like smooth, like. Like uh, blue ice ones, like from uh, yeah, the blue, yeah, the blue ice ones, yeah. They pull How, a lot, like the like the gangrene. Okay, you know it's it's very similar. Okay, it's definitely a different material. Uh, Chris, me and you were using them at the Kiko training. They the had Kiko a bunch training. of the blue ice. Yep. Um, but it's it's very similar. They don't break. Is they're just as much. They're just as strong as the green. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I am going to order them right now. Literally putting the order in. Uh, any other questions we have? Show the pull on YouTube. Yes. So Ryan, they're asking you to uh, show how they work. Okay. So I can do that. For you guys. Tingle pulls. Oh, he's confirmed your record. Rectangle, uh, yeah, the rectangles pull good. I like those yeah. too. I actually cut them up, but if you get the oval, it's kind of the same, um, same thing. Anything else? No, sir. We're gonna wrap it up. Y'all want to wrap yes. it up? You want to plug yourself? Boom, boom, boom. Windy City Dent Repair, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> Follow, subscribe, comment. <laughs> Give me something to talk about. Email me at windycitydebtrepair at gmail. Give me some questions, some topics to talk about. I want to start filming some stuff. And um, I did get those uh, price guides out, videos. guys. So I need to get whoever those asked for them. For sure. Whoever asked about the price guides, I mailed them last week. I was waiting on one more zip code. So they went out. Let me know when you get them, how they work. Uh, my stuff is RPS Dent Repair, RPS Dent Specialists, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and soon to be YouTube. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys, before you head out, please go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Greatly appreciate that. And go ahead and join uh, the Facebook group um, so we can, you know, keep this, uh, this kind of Q&A going throughout the week. And stay tuned for the new website, which will be launched on pdrworkshop.com. Got a lot of stuff coming this year. Definitely a lot of stuff coming. May Dave 18th. 
May 19th, right? 19th, 19th. I think. Oh, here we go. Now we got people. Now we got people all messed up. 19th. <laughs> Dave, you wanna you you wanna share some of the new not things or not yet? Not, oh man, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyway, all right. So guys, nothing. thanks for watching, and uh, we will see you next week at 7 p.m. Thanks again, guys. See ya.